Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Too Legit to QT. I'm your host, Darkwaya Connor, aka Quaya. And today I am so excited because I am here with a friend to the show. He's been here before, but now he's here for a whole different movie. Simon Phillips. Welcome to the show, Simon. Hey, thanks for having me back. Yes. <laughs> This time you've got no excuse. You like the first time you didn't know, but now that you have me back, it's all your fault now. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, it's really good that we had a great rapport since last time. I don't know if you guys remember, but Simon was here for his film Stealing Chaplin, and you've created another spinoff, Stealing Elvis, now, which I saw. So that's pretty cool. But what I'm even more excited about today is that you are in a film called Surviving the Game with Bruce Willis. That is amazing. So first off, congratulations, because you're absolutely killing it. Um, you're constantly working. Let's just talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Which is the, <laughs> by the way, it means you're the most successful actor in the world. Any actor, as long as you're working, it doesn't matter what it is, you've made it. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Um, we had Elena, Elena Huffman on the show. Her episode just aired yesterday. And she was talking about how we really don't acknowledge the working class actor. We think that everybody just has to be these huge celebrities. But as long as you're working, that is great as an actor. That's right? All that, that's all that counts is like they're working. It's, take, it's taken me a long time to just be an actor. Like, I don't have another job or anything like that. So, uh, yes, you, this, this is it. This is as good as it gets is what I'm saying yeah, <laughs> right now. But that's absolutely fantastic because we know that you're an actor, you're a writer, you're a producer. So you're not afraid to have your hand in that's different right. things, which allows you to diversify, which is probably why you're working all the time. And you're just a pleasure probably to work with because you have this great personality. I, I think so. You need to tell more of the people around me. Tell Lionsgate and all those people to go, no, Simon's a real pleasure, honestly. Oh my gosh. You know what? When Lionsgate asked me and they asked me, how is Simon Phillips? I'm definitely going to say that Simon Phillips is not just an actor, a writer, or a producer, yeah. or a person. He's an experience. That's what he's, I'm it's a whole lot more. He's, much, he's too much, as my mom would say. Absolutely. So let's get into your new film, Surviving the Game, with Bruce Willis. I was super excited to see you on there. When I, when I watched the film, I was like, look at Simon next to Bruce. It was almost like you were like my nephew or like my cousin that I was like cheering on. Oh, this was and, so exciting for me. Yeah, this was, basically this is, you know, teenage Simon giving adult Simon a high five. You know, it's like, yes. We, exactly. A hundred. Sorry, go ahead. We made it into a movie with Bruce Willis. We fooled them long enough to just, we just fooled them just long enough so that they just gave me what I wanted. And now, <laughs> now we can, you know, we'll, we'll have to keep pretending now. But that, I love that. that. I, lo I love giving your inner child a high five. So can you tell me a little bit about how you were approached about the role? So you played the role of English and how you became involved with the film. Sure thing. So I didn't know anybody in the movie, but I knew one producer uh, because mm. I was making a movie in Puerto Rico uh, last uh, last year with um, another movie with Mel Gibson. Uh, but out on that movie, uh, the producer was like, hey, Simon, there's another movie coming to shoot in Puerto Rico, like in a, in a month, like straight after this one, basically. 
it's just it's with Bruce Willis, and there's a couple of roles open, but they're very small roles. And I was wow. like, oh, is there a role with somebody talking to Bruce Willis? And they're like, yes, there is one role. And I was like, right, I will get more, you know, tell, what do I need to do? Who do I need to kill? What do I need to, whatever I need to do, just tell me. And they're like, just talk to the director. I've told him that you're, you know, you're a cool guy. There's a role and it's called Cowboy. And I was like, Cowboy? And I was like, okay. And they were like, yeah, sort of like a kind of crazy kind of cowboy. And I was like, okay, all right. I was like, let me, uh, yeah, let's talk to the director. Yeah. So I'm, I Zoom with the director who's like, you know, sort of a, uh, I think at some point, I don't know if I really got the job or not. I think I'm just chatting with him. I'm like, I don't know if I, you know, he's doing. Anyway, halfway through the call, he goes, no, this isn't going to work. Um, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Uh, and then he was like, we're not, cowboy isn't going to work. And I was like, oh, okay, what a strange thing to say to me halfway through this. And he was like, no, I'm going to rewrite the script and I'm going to call you English. And you're going to be like a Vinnie Jones uh English gangster, same part, but you'll be the English, you know, the Vinnie Jones. And I was like, oh, brilliant. So I'll still get to be with, uh, and he goes, yeah, it's the same part. I'm just going to recall you something different and I'll call you English. Uh, and I was thrilled. And then a month later, I was back in Puerto Rico uh, shooting a movie with Bruce Willis. It was very exciting. I love that you said that because that brings me to my next question. I was like, okay, in the film, so correction, guys, it's called Survive the Game, not Surviving the Game. Um, yes just for everybody out there. Um, I was like, okay, he's in a cast full of Americans, or at least everybody has an American accent. Yeah. But you had your British accent, and that's interesting because sometimes different actors, they ask you to put on a, a to have an American accent, but you kept your English accent. So I was gonna ask you, was that intentional? Or did oh, yeah. they kind well, of- here's my thing with this, right? I often tell, I don't believe me, I've taught myself out of jobs. Because sometimes when they want an American, you're like, hey, man, if you really want an American, just just hire an American. You know, like sort of right. it, it's one of those things of like, I don't know how, like it was. this was a good example of this. It's like, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to pretend to be an American. I could do the accent, but like mm -hmm. I'm not a cowboy. You know what I mean? I'll be kind of, <laughs> I'll be super faking it. Like this is nothing mm -hmm. leaning on anything I've got. Uh, mm -hmm. So then if, if people like your personality and they go, oh, actually – you know, he, he it with his own accent, if it works, just let him do it, you know, sort of. And then they, they uh, nine times out of 10, the directors usually let me keep my accent. I, but mm. I'll do the accent. I did a couple of movies where I did an American accent. But what I say to them is um, I like to improvise a bit, which is, um, you know, just a, now very hard to improvise in an accent that isn't yours, you know, sort of. But if you're speaking in your own accent, it's very easy. So uh, in order to get the best out of me, uh, you know, they these guys want it. And plus, you know what, going back 20 years, maybe it was unpopular to have a British guy. Now the world is kind of smaller, you know, sort of right. British people pop up everywhere. And it, you don't, an Australian person pops up. And you don't have to particularly, you go, well, we have to explain where this guy came from. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Different to everybody else. You're like, nah, nowadays you can have a, a Chinese guy, a Japanese, you know, a Russian. Uh, and you don't really have to explain how they got there. It's like, well, right. yeah, it's, it's 2021. <laughs> they got there because, the, you know, the world is, is, isn't as big as it used to be. A hundred percent. I love I love that you said that. I also think like streaming had a, played a major role in that because, you know, you're on I'm on Netflix and I'm watching like 
Indian movies and British movies and yeah. Nigerian movies. And then there's all of this content where they're mixing these worlds where they maybe they'll be in America and then they'll go to like Thailand and everybody understands what's going on. So yeah. I think that it also speaks to um, just the emotional intelligence of audience members. Like audience members, they like thought provoking content. They get it. They're smart. They don't need everything just kind of uh, laid out for them, they can think and imagine. Yeah, and yeah it's, a real, it's a real small idea that Americans only know Americans. You're like, well, <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, I know a lot of Americans. I'm like, every, they all know a British guy, a Japanese guy. They, they, like, right. the world is kind of smaller than it used to be. Is that like, we all know someone from Australia? We all know someone from you know, like, right? Like, every, obviously, I'm about to say every American I know knows a British guy, but then every American I know knows me. So that I would be that. <laughs> But I mean, I'm sure that they know more than me, you know, so when I was thinking an audience understands that they're like, yeah, I've got a British friend, you know, like, it's a bit like the thing people used to say, I'm like, yeah, I've got a gay friend, you're like, yeah, I've got a British friend, I've got a, you know, like, I've got a bunch of friends, like, from all over the place, I don't even think about it anymore, to be honest. Right, right. And I think that diversity, diversity and inclusion for everyone is definitely important. And I mean, that says a lot about you and your character that you have friends that are you know, of different groups and whatnot. And it's not a big deal. It's like, this is the world we live in. We love everybody. You just need to, we just need to normalize it, you know, sort of like, yes. we're, we're all messed up. We're all got our own, and, and we're all sort of, a, and we're, everybody is very different. And you're like, but just uh, including everybody is just, uh, we're all humans. We're all trying to make rent. We're all trying to, you know, do whatever for family. Christmas, you know, it's all, we've all got all these things going on and we're all the same. Just let's normalize it. So I like when they put me now in movies and I'm British in amongst an American cast and they don't okay. explain it. You're like, they don't need to. I was like, who cares? You know, sort of don't right. worry. Don't worry about that. Worry about the movie. The movie. Will exactly. Be I mean, I live in um, New York and we have individuals from every part oh, of yeah. the world all walks of life so yes you don't have to and that was the thing. like you I, I i lived i came from i was raised born in ireland but i was raised in london and like okay. london just just had everybody you know sort yeah. of and there was no i mean you just everybody was there so it was very normal for us to have americans it was very normal and everywhere in the world we have a big indian population uh pakistan right. population it was very normal for us in fact i was talking about it the other day with somebody our favorite meal i don't know if you know this in england is actually ch chicken tikka masala like the number one meal really in the by british people is actually an indian dish like so wow. shepherd's pie or bangers and mash or fish and chips Aunt, aunt isn't the top slot, slot. The top slot belongs to a curry, you know, from India. I so, love that. I love that. Do they have a Trader Joe's out there in London? They don't have Trader Joe's. I wish they had Trader Joe's. See, that's one of my guilty. Uh, yeah, my, I do like I like Trader Joe's. You like Trader Joe's? You guys Joe's? in America, you, you have terrible Indian food, though. You need to get better Indian food. You've got you know, great Mexican food. We've got terrible Mexican food. You guys have got great Mexican food. Uh, oh. I mean, we just. We need to swap over. So I don't know how we make that happen, but let's go ahead and make some calls. Yeah. <laughs> you, listen, if you, if you handle New York, I'll handle London, okay? Okay. And, you know, I'm from California, so I know about some good Mexican food. So oh, California's got great Mexican food. You're so lucky. Mm -hmm. like terrible uh, so Indian good. food. 
I know. I actually, um, so Trader Joe's, they have this pumpkin line and they have this pre-made kind of pumpkin curry. And I actually made that a couple of days ago mm. and it was like fantastic. And, and everybody was like, what is this? Like my friends. And I'm like, it's just curry. It's just curry. Wow. But I didn't I've, never, I've never heard of it. I'm going to have to look that one up. Pumpkin curry. All right. Maybe yeah. you can Amazon it. <laughs> See, it doesn't matter where we're from. We're all just using Amazon. Who, who cares? Okay, okay, Simon. Let's get into this though, because one of the things that I want to know is without doing giving any spoiler alerts, you had some pretty intense scenes with Bruce Willis. What was it like getting into a let's say, you know, I want to give it away, but like a fight sequence with Bruce Willis? Like, how are you able to number one build trust? Because sometimes when you hop on set, it's like I have to touch you, we have to do this thing uh and rumble but also being able to trust one another so that you can go through your process how were you able so what was it like for you doing a fight sequence with bruce willis and and also what advice can you give other actors on building trust and building trust on set with actors when they have to do a fight sequence so when we were there, we were filming for about a week before bruce turned up so we'd already started the movie so which, which was good because I got to know the director and I got to know the people that were there. So it was a bit easier uh, then. And then when Bruce came, everyone's excited because Bruce yeah. was coming. Um, and, you know, there was a stunt guy and a stunt team and a stunt double. And they were like, Bruce is probably not going to do the fight. Oh, okay. So we're going to do the fight with the, the stunt double. I was like, right. great. And we, the guy had like run me through what we're going to do. And then when Bruce gets there, they're like, so you know, you're going to have this sort of argument with Simon and then you're going to try and take his gun and then the fight starts. Um, mm-hmm. And we're like, and then he was like, okay. And he goes, and then what? He goes, uh, we can take you from there then, or, you know, this is what we're going to do. And he was kind of like, okay, I'll do it. And they were like, ah, okay. And they were like, uh, okay. And they were like, we have a stunt double for Bruce, but we don't have mm-hmm. one for Simon. Um, so oh. you'll actually just have to be fighting Simon. And he was like, <laughs> and he, you know, Bruce is like, that's okay, right? And I was like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know, just I was like, yes, sir. whatever you and want. Like, and then I was, the, and the guy was like, hey, man. And he goes, okay. And he, Bruce was kind of, he likes to improvise and change stuff, you know, sort of um, to keep it sort of fresh and, you know, um, which is all right if unless you're in a fight sequence, because then I go into the fight sequence thinking. I don't want to accidentally punch Bruce Willis in the face or like elbow him or something like that. Because right. if I do, I'll never work again. You know. Oh no! But they did none. None of that happened, and he was incredibly cool about it. But you have to like, uh, like you say, there's a bit of a, you know, the the very first. I just sound really weird, but the very first time I was like, hey, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. Is it okay if I touch you? <laughs> sort of, and he was like, yeah. He goes, you, you're not gonna hug me, right? And I was like. Well, no, not not unless you want a hug. And anyway, once we made that like connection with that joke, you know, it, it was kind of all right. But the first time you're like, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and strangle you now. Is that okay? <laughs> right, right. You Hollywood icon. If I just yeah, <laughs> try and put my hand around your throat, uh, <laughs> but then uh, after you, thankfully he's a funny guy, and uh, if you. Uh, you know, you just have to get to know him just for 10, 20 minutes before you start doing these crazy things. Uh, and he was, he was lovely. He improvised. I had a, they wrote down, they were selling me out because I like to improvise. And they go, Simon, when Bruce is here, you can't improvise. You've got to stick to the script. You know, I know you like to do your little, uh, but you can't do it when he's here. And I was like, okay. And then when Bruce came in, he was like, uh, we started doing the, rehearsing the scene and 
he just he started improvising and then the director was like oh okay yeah if he's doing it you can do it yeah you know sort of i was like okay great and we improvised these whole i had about like four lines with bruce and it turned into like a two three minute scene because he was improvising and they were like this is great just keep the cameras rolling on them you know and i was thinking i had i had that sort of pinch myself moment i was like i'm doing a movie with uh bruce willis i'm i'm, ba- I'm doing a movie with john mcclain in my mind that's who he is yes like, a movie with john mcclain from die hard my life is complete. I never need to answer my phone again now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and improvising said, with Bruce Willis. Like, I'm not right. just, I mean, getting to play. Yeah, with so I was like, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I was like, right, I'm literally doing my favorite thing in the world is improvising. And right. I was like, I'm now doing it with Bruce Willis. I just, I'm, I'm good. I, I don't need to do anything else. To hell with all you people. Uh- <laughs> Well, one of my favorite moments, and this won't spoil anything, was when um, you said, we're going to sit now like a panther. <laughs> so that was, that's one was of my that improvisations. Yeah, because he was, he was kind of like, well, do you want to sit down? You know, like, here's the chair, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to like crouch, like, like ready, like a panther. Like, uh, that, but, yeah, line no, no, was that was, so- and that was one of our improvised moments, which that everybody, like, as soon as we cut, everyone was laughing. So we're like, oh, good. I hope that, that that's probably going to make it into the movie, you know, because obviously you do a lot of these things and then they cut it up and they only take what's mm-hmm. good. So when I saw it in the movie, I was like, oh, they like that then. Because uh, nobody, obviously, nobody tells you that they, you know, what they're going to keep and what they're not. They're just showing you the movie <laughs> when it's finished. Like, there's the movie. <laughs> and you're like, okay, thanks. It was hilarious. Like, when I saw it, I was like, wait, what? I literally was like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard and I was like, that has to be improv. There's no way somebody wrote that. Like, no. even their facial expressions, I'm gonna sit like a panther. <laughs> like, wait, what? Well, what? After, after we called cut, even Bruce was looking at me as like, a panther? And I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And he goes, no, it was great. It was great. <laughs> I was like, just sort of came, he goes, why a panther? I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't But know it why. made sense. It made <laughs> sense, right. In my mind, because- I was like, like a, a panther, he goes, why a panther? I was like, I don't know, just like, a panthers feel like they're always ready to attack. Yeah, right? like, and, and they're crouching behind mm-hmm. things, and it just, it made sense, it was just super funny, and it definitely showed your improv skills. <laughs> and I was like, what's, what is Simon saying? What is he, what is he saying? They just, basically, I just talked, they go, see when the red light's on on the camera, Simon, just keep talking until we shout cut. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, then they just, and then we'll and throw you, away anything that we think is terrible. I'm like, oh, right. Shit. And and with your past, like the films that I've seen, like Stealing Chaplin, there's a lot of that, like back and forth kind of comedy banter. So that, I, I bet that definitely helped to prepare you for that moment where it was just so effortless. You know? well, I, had, I had a really good scene partner as well. I don't know if you saw some of the other stuff with um, the, the, so there ended up being an American guy played um, called Ed. Yes. By and he was that he was what cowboy was really the guy right we're gonna have this oh. like, redneck guy with a mohawk and he said he's i'm, I'm a redneck and he's like, a, red- a redneck and i hope we don't sleep with our sisters yeah <laughs> i was like was that improv or did he just say that was that part improv or did he come up no with that? I, I think we'd worked that I, it, it wasn't it wasn't improvised on the spot we'd uh we came up with a little thing and we showed the director first and then he was like, okay, yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause he, he allowed it. He goes, I want this sort of, um, obviously you're English and you're American and like you're a redneck American, you know, so you two should be kind of, uh, you know, which country is better. There's a lot of like, you know, 
you don't like him. You don't like him, and he doesn't like you. But you're like kind of Bert and Ernie. You're like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. You're just kind of yes. arguing like a couple, you know. Sort of. And we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be good. <laughs> so, I so a lot of that. I was hoping that when Bruce got there, I'd be able to do some of the same. And thankfully, I was able to do some of it. Like not quite the same stuff, but to be able to improvise was great. I love that. And I also, th I thought it was a really great role for you. I got to see a different side of you. I feel like when I saw you in Stealing Chaplin, it was a little bit more serious, even though it was comedic, yeah. it, was, it, it was definitely um, kind of like more intelligent comedy. Whereas yeah. here you were just fully immersing yourself in the role of this like crime boss that was like not really that <laughs> intelligent. I thought, you know what it was? There was a lot of tough guys on the set, right? And I was like yes. looking around and I was like, right, I'm to make my I'm not gonna be a tough guy. I think I'm gonna be the guy that kind of regrets that he's here. And I was like, ah oh, no, I wanted to go to culinary school or something. Uh, you know, and I have this all debt. That's why when it's just me and Bruce Willis, I'm like, I'm not really sure I want to be there. You know, I'm like, oh no, I've messed up. Like I'm not supposed to be here. Uh, this oh. isn't you know <laughs> I thought it would make it different. Everybody trying to act very tough. And I was like, I, I think I'll just try to act a bit like a coward, you know. Uh, and, and it worked. And I think that it, you know, it balanced off of the other characters so well. Yeah, because yeah. you have to have that. You can't have too many chiefs and, and what is it? Too, what's the expression? Too many, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen. I like that. <laughs> Well, Simon, we are coming to the end of our podcast, and we know here that this is not going to be your last time. I know that you... No, we, no it's have... not, because I didn't hit Bruce Willis in the face. Oh, <laughs> so exactly. I'm probably, they're going to allow me to make some more movies. Exactly. So we're going to see you again. Um, but where can everybody watch the movie? When will it be released? And where can people find you on social media, and how can we support you? You're right. You can see Survive the Game on streaming from the 8th of October, and then it's on DVD and Blu-ray from the 12th. I don't know where it's streaming. Amazon, I assume, and uh, all iTunes. The, all and the, like, all, all of the, the places. I'm sure it's streaming wherever it's streaming. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and you can follow me on social media. I'm Simon Phillips, 1980. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Simon. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and we'll see you next time. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. We're here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And thank you for your all of your love and support. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. And we and it's okay because I'm finding that outro. All right, guys. Good. Good.